and I made a, uh, it was an upside down flower pot with a foam white ball on the top. And it was supposed to be a, whoa, it's supposed to be a uh, snowman. And on the bottom, you're supposed to write your name. I wrote Fred Taylor. What? <laughs> I will take a picture of that and send it to you. Hey, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? To another edition of Thrifty Podcast, secondhand shopping for worm people. Worm and, people. And it's not only worm people here, but we have worm monkeys, we have worm beavers, we have worm monsters, and we have worm cassette tapes even. And worm <coughs> hockey. Worm yeah. hockey talk. There's a lot going on with worms. This, this What do you week. know about worms? What do I know about actual worms? Yeah, so what do you know about worms? Okay, what do I know about worms? Mm-hmm. They live in the dirt. This was a reference to the worm shirt, but keep going with that. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Your, your, your God-honest worm shirt that you had a few episodes. I used to eat worms as a kid. I don't know if I've ever said don't that on this. Don't say that out loud. I used to eat don't worms do as that. a kid. Before I knew what worms were, I would eat them. So that's something I would do. Don't just do that. Out there. Gee whiz. All right, so I'm Shane. Shane's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane and Toddy welcome are here. To the, welcome to the show. Welcome to Welcome the back one to another epi. There, see? You got to say it. You got yeah. to say your epi stuff. Take one mark on my bingo for the thrifty bingo game. Bingo. Bingo. Shane-o. Um, so, yeah, Toddy's here. Shane's here. Brick Body Kids episode um, because we just came off a uh, a, a decently successful time at the Mr. Roboto project in Pittsburgh, PA, and Roboto had a punk rock flea market um, for fans of punk. And rock. one <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and one of our items on the thrift hall today will be about that, but to give you a quick introduction of everything going on today in today's thrift hall, we wrote each other uh, a, a rap of some sort. Um a rap. so so Shane wrote me eight bars to say and, and I wrote, wrote him me eight bars to say. And I wrote him eight bars to say, and um, it's going to tell you a little bit about the thrift hall, so maybe if you can make some guesses out there in the thrifty universe. Shane, I'm going to read what you wrote to me first. Here's Toddy's. Mine me. on the thrift hall today. And it goes like this. Eyeless George Jackson. Yeah, I see her. Now we're in Canada. Okay, a beaver. Scoring goals on Toddy. I'm Paul Korea. 
getting my princess. Is it Peach? No, Rosalia. Post it in the hot tub when it's cold outside. There's Cookie Monster, the Count, and even the Green Guy. Yeah, that's Oscar. I know. He's kind of a grouch. But you know Shane's on Thrifty when he's sitting on the couch. Much better this run. Nice. Thank you. That was a Thank good one. You. So that's today's Thrift Hall. What is today's thrift haul according to me, but through From your words? Mouth, I just had a very peppery hot sauce ramen broth. Yeah, you crushed a cup of uh, instant lunch ramen. <laughs> to, as shit. And it was weird as shit filled I with pepper. I put too much pepper in it and my face hurts. Instantly. Give us a wrap. All right, I'll give you Toddy's eight bars that he gave me. Swallow my spit because my mouth is salivating. Uh, <clears throat> Acting like a hotshot, bitter like the salt rock, slanging cassette tapes, still in the box. Not only do we have media, but we also looked up Sesame Street on Wikipedia. If you don't think Ooh. it could get any better, well, of course we got a monkey in a hockey sweater. So if you on the mic and it's getting hot, selling vintage from a building your dad bought. Wow. Wow. Killed him off at the end. Oh, just a little... Aggressive bars from you at the end. Aggressive bars to me at the end because we're coming out in all cylinders. We're fine on all cylinders. Coming out this strong. Week. So we're gonna be. T- we've never done this, but we're talking about vintage stuff. Yeah. And the vintage scene. I don't on know the if you've ever heard of vintage things. I don't know what's going on there. On thrifty this Let's week. Let's drink more of this spicy broth. Let's hit it up. Let's hit the first item of our thrift haul. Every week we have a thrift haul, and this week, as I mentioned before, we just did a pop up. At the pop-up at the Roboto Flea Market, um, there was a lot of different vendors, uh, slang and different merchandise, a lot of nice people that I met. Set up to my right, a gentleman by the name of Derek, he represented the Government Center at the Government Center on Instagram. And what the Government Center does, they sell vinyl and also rare cassettes. So at this vendor pop-up, I was talking with Derek and I had the opportunity of making a second-hand purchase off of Derek. And what I bought is a band very close to both of our hearts. Oh, yes. I bought uh, a three-cassette in-box, The National, and it's called Juicy Sonic Magic off of 4AD Records. It was recorded between September 24th and September 26th, 2018, right at the Greek Theater in Berkeley, California. Is this Over. two studio recordings in one live? Yes. And they're all just 45 it's songs. Great, it's 45 songs mm-hmm. total. And um, it was actually released December 24th, 2019. And I was born December born 24th. Born last day. You were uh, 1987. the ripe old age of 30-something. 30 32 I am. So I wanted to give a shout-out to Derek of the Government Center for letting me uh, purchase secondhand this tape collection off them but the national 45 songs worth of them and i've seen the national live as a band three separate times time one we'll go over time one okay time warner time warner time one first time i saw them the national they're like an indie rock band and it's like it's just a bunch of sad dads uh playing indie rock music and depression you know all that um, so the first time I saw the national, they had released the album boxer. It was at the Carnegie library in Homestead PA and it was dark and it was moody and it kicked ass. Exactly what you need. That's this, like the setting. The second time I saw them 
was at local venue Stage AE, which is sterile as hell, and it's located between our baseball park and our football stadium. It's like you went to like into a Panera to listen to a concert. Oof. Yeah. Panera fifteen dollar drinks. Fifteen dollar drinks. So imagine Panera only with bands playing, and it's four times the size of. And a everyone's bread. just swaying side to side because no one's ever been to a real show. No one. Mm-mm. And it's like normies go to concerts. Hands at Stage in the pockets. AE. Yeah. Blank face, just nodding their head. Blank minds, blank face. But at that show, I was fr- I was front row. Oh, a little front row action. I was front row center for the National, and uh, Matt, the lead vocalist of the National, he drinks a bottle of wine every time they perform. So about, you know, about halfway through, dude is lit off his ass already on bad water. And so he was drinking up the wine, and he kept leaning on the microphone stands. Bad water. It's made out of grapes. More times than you'd want to lean on a microphone stand. So he just kept manually bending them and snapping them. So this time, he manually bent and snapped them, snapped the microphone, and then put the microphone in the crowd. I had since repurposed the microphone stand. You just—you didn't even say you got it. You just said it came to me. It, yeah. Um, so he had the microphone stand, and it was all busted, and he just kind of put it in the crowd, and I grabbed it, and I repurposed it because I took the microphone stand and put it in a new stand. So it doesn't work if it's out of the stand because it's broke. But if you, I put it, I jammed it into a new, uh, like uh, a Base. new stand, and so with the new stand, it works. And we've quietly actually used it to record some thrifty things sometimes. So that was actually Matt from the Nationals. Thanks, the National. And the third time I saw the National, I was with big-time friends, Kaylee Hood and Ryan Thompson, uh, thrifty alum, and we saw them outside during the summer, and it was sick. Very that was my cool. three National Where was outside during the summer? Stage AE, the same venue uh, I saw them the second time. There is a lawn at Stage AE. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like not even needed. And it, it was, was like, one of the you... first CDs you bought, you had mentioned. Oh, yeah. Um, a day much like today, very rainy, a little dreary, um, rolling into what is what used to be Soundcat Records in Bloomfield, Pittsburgh, PA. Um, you know, a little DIY cell phone kind of record store. Mm-hmm. Bought their self-titled, bought Flaming Lips plus Guest CD featuring Biz Marquee. Which is hot. I think it might be featuring a Weezer song, but I have to double check myself. Which is on hot. That. Uh, very good. Um, Post Nothing is by Japan Droids. Very good. And then a week later, they went out of business, and I still had half a gift card left. Um, the National was big. Like, you're either 29 and depressed and listening to the National, or you're 47 and you're a parent kind of music and doing fine and there's like no in between with them it's it's basically like if dr dog swallowed some gravel and moved to nevada and that's what you get and that's with the national yeah that's like the fan base yeah that that's that's relatively accurate um big fan of the national yeah absolutely and i actually joined like a facebook group for the national what what is the the name uh national sorrow posting is this Facebook group. NSP. And it was pretty okay for a while. But I'll tell you what. Straight up. Very boring. Yeah. I f- it's like, yeah. It's like. It's literally just Panera. So that was the National Cassette Trio. <laughs> that we got from Derek from the Government Center. Thanks, the Derek. next item on our thrift haul. Uh, coming up 
is actually we're going to get into some brick body shop items. Yeah. Are like our main things that we've had for the longest, I guess. So we have clothes, as everybody yeah. knows, but also with the brick body kids, we have little guys hanging out at the shop that we've been collecting. I think they're probably our personalities all wrapped up into one. Ooh. I'd say our items in the shop are probably our most curated things that we put in there. Yeah, you quietly. can get clothes and just, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, like, we look for certain things and we buy certain things and we sell certain things. But the things that we keep around, they're mm-hmm. for us. They're not for y'all. They're for us. And we're going to take a little trip down memory lane with this first one. And I say memory lane because if you've seen a brick body pop up before, you may have even seen everything that we have after the national cassettes. Everything that you're about to hear, you may have seen. But first and foremost, we have three Sesame Street <laughs> characters. <laughs> and these Sesame Street characters were found in, uh, well, they were originally from Kellogg's cereal. And I have noted that I believe that all three of these were once in a Frosted Flakes. I said Kicks. And you said Kicks. Which doesn't taste like much, but it tastes. Maybe it's Frosted Kicks. Maybe That's it's right not in the a middle. thing. That's not a thing. It should be a thing. I think Frosted Kicks would be very good. Oh, let's like put it. Vanilla Kicks. Well, the Kicks are kind of vanilla already. Eh, I don't know about that I one. think they've put, I, I think Kicks taste like vanilla croutons. That's my vibe. I vanilla just, Hard Bread. How about that? <laughs> vanilla Hardbread sounds like a D-League basketball player. <laughs> Rap game Vanilla Hardbread? Yeah. Well, hey. But um, so these guys, uh, we have Oscar the Grouch. We have Cookie. The Monster. The Monster. And then we have Mumford. The Magician. The Magician. Who is not what we thought it was. Originally, we thought it was the Count. Unfortunately, and we fought this for years. Months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> months. So we have Oscar the Grouch, Cookie Monster, we have uh, Mumford the Magician. The telltale sign that Mumford the Magician is different from the Count is that he has a mustache. Okay, that's fair. Which is not what I've been noticed. His, that's fair. Everything is the same, but eyebrows. the mustache. No, eyebrows, eyebrows and mustache. mustache. Probably Italian. Probably. You have to think of a caricature of an Italian person, unfortunately, is what they were yeah, trying to do. It happens. Um, so they're just a, a couple inches tall. They're little beanie babies. They're from the late 90s. But Oscar Cookie... And Mumford the Magician all sit in a special little hot, hot tub, tub, a.k.a. an ashtray. An ashtray. And, and we're out here, three boys and in Shane, a hot tub. And Shane, this was your original idea to put these uh, Sesame Street characters in the ashtray in a hot tub scene. Now, tell me a little bit about that. Where where did you think of this from? Um, we were at Thrifty Thon in September. Mm-hmm. We had brought a um, big Tupperware container full of our trinkets and whatnot. I don't. Th- I think everything on the table is also at Thrifty Thon, so that's how long we've had these, pretty much. Um, so I think since they at were least all, September, we've had. They these. were all found like late August, early September. Um, these three things that are over there in an ashtray, mm-hmm. I pull out them last with the ashtray and i'm like what do i do with this there's not nearly enough room because i got a guy selling 300 vhs's next to me (laughs) shout out greg harrington shout out greg harrington from the neon brainiacs that was him um but i go okay let's put these boys in the ashtray because they were sitting up and they like they could like 
I could prop them up on the sides. And then I was like, they kind of look like they're in a hot tub together. And so now they've just, that's what it is. And and these guys are not for sale. But if you no. ever stop by the Brick Body Shop. Mention them and I'll say thank you for listening to us. Yes. So they all just hang out in the hot tub. And if we go out and sell some stuff, the hot tub scene is a part of every Brick Body presentation. I think if we would ever find one more Beanie Street character. Mm-hmm. Eh, throw them in too. Yeah, get that hot tub all packed up. I think three. So three's a plenty. Three in a hot tub, but four is a family. Yeah, I wanna. I don't want family. I've never wanted family. You just want boys. I just want pals. Yeah, and I think three is the perfect hangout. Just you amount. and the you and two, just pals. Just two pals. Just hang, I get it. In I, hot that's water, how, probably yeah. drinking a beer, the alcohol. Arms around each other, talking about football. Something. Football, anything, hockey. Talking about literally anything, doing anything. And just being boys. But the ashtray is interesting because it features two alligators slash crocodiles because those are different. Those are um, different. And two flamingos. Right and some palm on trees. Probably some Florida heat. Definitely like sure. Florida, Florida kind of not quite like the big like Venice Beach. Venice Beach isn't in California, is it? Yeah, uh, Venice Beach. Yeah, is that? I thought that was in California. Yeah. Um, whatever beaches are in Miami. Miami it's not Beach. from Miami. This is from like a second, Tallahassee. Yeah, like a Jacksonville sort of vibe. Wow. So you put Jacksonville on the low end cities in Florida. You're gonna go to Florida and tell me you want to go to Jacksonville. Yep. I'm What's probably in Jacksonville? I don't care football. about the football. Football. I don't in care about Mark Brunel. I don't care about Maurice Jones Drew. I don't care about Frank. Last name Frank. Fred Taylor. Fred I'm sorry. Fred Taylor, one of the best running backs. I have a. Um, so this is your shout down to Jacksonville. This no, I like Fred wow. Taylor. I back <laughs> in uh, 2003 when I was eight, uh, my mom would take me every Sunday to Michael's Craft Store, and they would have like a crafting thing for kids. Mm-hmm. And I made a. Uh, it was an upside down flower pot with a foam white ball on the top. It was supposed to be a. Whoa. It's supposed to be a uh, snowman, and on the bottom you're supposed to write your name. I wrote Fred Taylor. What? I will take a picture of that and send it to you. <laughs> I have Fred Taylor, the snowman that's a flower pot and a foam ball. So is your name Fred Taylor, or was the snowman's name The snowman's Fred name is Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor, the snowman. I don't know why I liked Fred Taylor so much, but that was pretty cool. Because well, he's sick. That's why he's a sick yeah, football player from happens. a sick city, Jacksonville. So, yeah. So the three Sesame Street pals... Used the ashtray as a hot tub, and inside the ashtray we got some, a couple of crocs, I believe, and some flamingos. It's a white ashtray, and then all the other things in the ashtray are different colors. They're not finger puppets, but they could be it. They're close to finger They're puppets. They're just full of beans. They're just full of beans. From head to toe, beans. When you're all beaned up on a Saturday night. When you're all beaned up in the hot tub. It's beans, baby. Uh, so we have those three little guys. Um, now in the second act of the show, we're going over a spooky doll, but that's not yet. So stay tuned if you want to hear about a spooky doll. Now let's get into hockey. Let's get into hockey. Let's get back to playing hockey. Let's get in back. Let's get back to our roots. Let's when get back to spinning up, on these boys. When you were growing up, yeah. were there any, I already said this before, but I don't think I got an answer from you. Did you have any hockey action figures or toys? Did I have any uh, uh, hockey action figures or toys? Well, in relevance to the thrift haul, the reason why we're talking about hockey is because what we have in front of us is a Canadian beaver named Hazel. Their name is Hazel, and they're wearing a Canadian 
hat, which is has the Canadian flag as the hat. Yep. And uh, in Hazel Canada, has a birth certificate. A lot. Hazel's right on the birth certificate, huh? Hey, it says name Hazel, but Hazel's also a poser because Hazel isn't Canadian. Hazel's from Portland, Oregon. Well, that's fake. That's Hazel's a fake birthday. Poser. Yeah, January seventeenth, nineteen ninety-seven. January seventeenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Time of birth four forty-six a.m. So in the morning. In so, the early. So wee why hours don't you mock up a birth chart right now? No. And, yeah. And, and to see what Hazel's birth chart is. And to answer the question, the reason why we wanted to talk about hockey was because of Hazel the Beaver. In Canada. But and we've Canada. also, on the same day we found Hazel, found the best video game of all time, NHL, NHL 2007. Yeah. So the hockey toys that I had growing up were much like the hockey toys that you had growing up, except I didn't have the action figures that shot pucks. I merely had the big head figures, which were called headliners. My favorite still. I also, the goalie version like the hockey goalie versions of the headliners came with a big helmet yeah and sick i had a mike richter one Ooh. mike richter light blue rangers i had a ed bell for eagle helmet boy okay i had a marty bro door i always wanted like a dominic hasick or a chris osgood one because they had the different helmets mm-hmm. they had like the like rounded kind of just mask. Yeah, yeah. They had like the hockey goalie, like Chris Osgood yeah. and Dominic Hasek had just had the 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 mask. The, literally, you're just playing beer league hockey kind of mask. Back to Hazel. I have the birth chart now. Yeah, get that Hazel birth chart. I want to hear about Hazel the Beaver. We keep in the brick Hazel's body store. Hazel's a Capricorn, like myself. You, yeah. So end of the year, end of the end of the cycle, Capricorn, seventeenth mm-hmm. of January. Sure. Uh, Taurus Moon, Capricorn Mercury, Capricorn Venus, Libra Mars. Throwing a little curveball in there. Mm. Uh, Capricorn Jupiter, Saturn is in Aries, Uranus is in Aquarius, Neptune is then again in Capricorn. And the kicker for this one, which I think makes Hazel most likely to be an ass, mm-hmm. like a, just mean to people, Pluto is in Sagittarius. That's not a good sign at the end there. I think Hazel just... I think if Hazel had was real, mm-hmm. they'd want to be in control all the time. Well, that's uh, see. Here's the interesting, but thing. also not care enough to want to be in control. So it's just conflicting consistently. So what I think about Hazel, it's interesting that the, the beaver we found at the Goodwill outlet that's almost become a mascot to those who visit the store has their birth chart right on the tag that you're able to do birth charts. For any plush animals. Break out your co-star. See if you're compatible with our beaver. Yeah. So that's our beaver in the store. So if you ever want to stop by the store and you're like, what kind of energy is the store going to bring? Well, I know Hazel the beaver's there. And, you know, in comparison to Hazel the beaver, you know, figure out if you're compatible to be a friend. I myself am a Capricorn. You're a Scorpio. And I know that people hate us. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. I don't know why. Because I think we're pretty fun. I think if... If someone ever was a fly on the wall for NHL 07 hockey games, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. Uh, so if we play that all. We play a 1v1. 1v1. Uh, big head mode. Big head mode. So they got back to headliners, looking like headliners, like four times the size of a normal head. Mm-hmm. Uh, we duke it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes things get aggressive. Get aggressive, get competitive. A lot of cheating because there's no penalties. There's no penalties. A lot of hits off the puck. And with it being one-on-one, and you have both both players – have big heads 
and the person in the league, when, when you take the lead in the game, when you have more, more goals than the other person scored, your helmet turns gold. Which is, a, there is a hockey league in Switzerland. Yes. Where each member of each team, the leading scorer, wears a gold helmet in the game. Well, that's kind of a little uh, tip of the cap to mm-hmm. NHL 2007. It's not Switzerland. It's not Switzerland. <laughs> it's not Switzerland, it's uh, <laughs> Finland. I'm sorry, but that is what in that Finland. is. Um, Fair so enough. The league is called the uh, Liga, L-I-I-G-A, and they wear gold helmets for the top scorer. So that's pretty cool. Well, in the game, if you knock off their I was helmets, about to say. If you knock off their helmet, which is a thing in NHL, where if you hit a person hard enough, which is normally accompanied by the, the sound of like you dropping a sandwich into a brown paper bag, or if you hit someone with a pillow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you sit on a couch after. We a long had day. all of these. We had a bunch of these. If your jacket fell off the back of your chair, when you when you three hole punch a stack of six pieces of paper, when your backpack falls off the bus seat. Ooh, that's a good one. These are the type of sounds it makes when you hit each other in NHL 2007. Mm-hmm. For those who have a PS2 or something like it or a PSP. A PSP. I only ever played NHL 07 on the PSP until we found that at the bins and played against each other. And you're the only person I've ever played NHL 2007 against. Well, it's been fun. We've had a lot. Who's your favorite uh, player to play in a 1v1 against In a with. 1v1 so far, so all the stars from 2007. So I'm a big hitter. I like to hit. I like to poke around. I like to slap around. Okay. And when you pop off a helmet, so if you're in big head mode and you pop off somebody's helmet, there is no animation in the game for the helmet to be big and on the ice. So it reverts back to the original Tiny idea. helmet. It just, sh- it, it's it like shrinks. a swim cap. Yeah. It conforms to your head, and then it comes off, and it's teeny. So you have a big head, big helmet. Helmet pops off. It immediately shrinks. But if you still have the leading goals, it'll turn gold. Yes. So if you have the – yeah, yeah, that's the sickest part. So if if your helmet is on the ice, and it's still yours, and yes, it became tiny because it's off your head, but it still gives you the respect – that you are the leading Yeah, and it'll scorer. just stay on the ice. If and it'll you pop, be gold. If you pop the water bottle off the top of the goal, it'll stay on the ice for the rest of the game. You didn't tell me who your favorite player was in the 1v1. I then. was getting to it. I was going to answer with Sidney Crosby. and that's Really? Not, well, check it out. That's not a hometown thing because I'm not that big of a fan of him in real life, if you want me to be dead honest. Wow. The reason why I like being Sidney Crosby in that game is because the only thing you need in games like that is speed, and he is fast. And you still hit me. He has really good puck control, so you kept the puck. He has puck control, and he has like good hits, and that's all you need because I was somebody like uh, – Jerome McGinley? Slow. Slow. And yeah, you can hit people, but you got to be near them to hit people. Yeah, so there are a lot of better players that I, th- I respect more. I like being um, Zetterberg. I like being Sackick. Um, I was the only person who's ever been Sackick, and that's my favorite player. Uh, Brian Gionta. Brian Gionta rips. Probably game. the best that I've seen you play with is Brian Gionta. Well, maybe I'll bring back Brian Gionta that's for scary. the next match. I so, hate playing as Alexi Kovalev. Too big. Oh, Nothing. Alexei Kovalev, I didn't like playing at all because he just cannot hit. Mm-hmm. Paul Korea, there. Nashville Predators version Paul Korea, still pretty good. Pretty good. Sadly, so, no Marty Straka, which is my favorite player. So after we uh, record this episode, we're going to hop back on there for one more final showdown and see who gets the gold helmet. But all the listeners of the show are gold all in yourselves, so you all deserve a gold helmet. For gold fans. For, for helmet gold fans. Fans, fans of safety. We're actually going to take a quick commercial break when we return 
We've got a scary monkey. It's probably haunted. We've got a scary monkey to talk about. Plays songs, but also plays So I want you to stay tuned to the show, Thrifty Podcast, over and out until Act 2. But now it's time for me to tell you what Oscar the Grouch loves, the thing that Grouches love best of all. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this. I have here a sneaker that's battered and worn. It's awful, the holes and the laces are torn. A gift from my mother the day I was born. I love it because it's trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Here's some more rotten stuff. I have here some newspaper, 13 months old. I've wrapped this inside and it's smelly and old. But I wouldn't trade it for a big pot of gold. I love it because it's trash. Yes, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. My name is Matt Berninger. I am the uh, lead singer of uh, indie rock band, The National. Probably putting a star by it um, because I thought that's 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 what it feels like. It's not that I just I owe a lot of money. The money that I owe is making me owe more money, and, and, and you know it's this cycle that starts starts to eat itself, and like you can't even figure out how to get out of that cycle of of, of when you start to to um, slip. I think there's that that line is just about knowing people that are that are didn't do anything reckless or or in in, in financially have fallen into to a really desperate, uh, scary place. I know uh, someone who was, you know, who had health insurance, but they were hit by a car on their bike and had head injuries that required a lot, a lot of hospital time. At some point, their just health insurance just, just reached its limit or whatever it was that was capped. Now they, they are so in debt with medical bills. Um, well, anyway. it's that floor, I mean, that's the part of the line, yeah. right? The floor falling. The floor falling. could just drop out in, in the 21st century in a, in a, in a country is, is well off as, as we are, that shouldn't happen to people, you know? Um, you shouldn't be ruined because you got hit by a car, financially ruined, or you shouldn't, just trying to get get an education shouldn't put you so deep into into debt and, and into owing banks and, you know, just to try to get get any, you know, an education. I think that's that's uh, sort of awful how, how that works. So I uh, did a little scared ugh, before we started. We act had two. a moment where we just were in like throttled by how weird this was. Yeah. So um, I think uh, what we should just jump right into uh, the next segment we have for Act Two. We're gonna go item 
origin. Item origin. Now, for new listeners to the show, item origin, we find something in the Goodwill outlet bins and surmise how it ended up in the Goodwill outlet bins, how it ended up being donated and where it came from. Now, the fun thing about this is there is no right and wrong answers because who even effing knows and will ever effing know? Who also cares, honestly? Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so without further ado, um, in my hand right now, um, how Shane had originally found this, it's Curious George. And Curious George, the plush monkey. Literally can't see anything. He can't see anything. And that's not because he's blind. It's because he has no eyes. Zero eyes. It's um, two little nose holes and a smiling ass face. And you'll smug see... Ass, smug ass monkey. And you will see him on the Thrifty um, story. I will be putting videos of him on the Thrifty story on Instagram at Thrifty Podcast. So he found a naked monkey with no eyes and a red hat. And then what else did you find to put on this so, monkey so he has clothes? So, like, two bins down, this is the same change, different bin, was a teeny tiny baby heat Mario Lemieux's, like, heavy jersey. Yeah. Like, not, like, one you buy in a store, but, like, I said, like, it's... Stitched. Stitched. Like, yes. someone just took, like, felt. And put it together. And put it on. And it's very cool, but it fits. And he's just, he's repping Well, the now pens. he's not naked, and now he's extra warm. He also, what has adrifted me for the entire time we've had Curious George, Eyeless George Jackson, mm-hmm. is that he plays music. He play, and that's something that I thought, which is an interesting thing about our friendship in it, general. It has a metal loop on the back, and you I didn't. Twist it. I never attempted to twist it, because I don't know why. I was like, oh, you just hang this, like, on a wall, or, like, put it on your backpack or something. And see, I knew. So when you. So it's actually a music box because this eyeless monkey with a Mario Lemieux jersey on it, you twist this around in circles like I'm doing. Give it two fat twists. That was three. And it sings. And if that's not the spookiest thing and you've now, ever heard, and now since I twisted it too much, we're it'll just play have for to the next fifteen singing. hours. Well, the last time it started singing like this, Shane, you had called out to it to stop. Singing. I said, "Curious George, please stop," and it stopped. It and, stopped, and then you were like, "Okay, we'll play your game, monkey. We'll see if you're actually haunted." You said. If you are haunted, please start again. And you picked it up, gave it a little rassle-tassle, and it started playing a song that isn't the one it's playing right now. No, because it's playing Rockabye Baby right now, but it it just played, it just did straight-up improv. It just did notes, and it went on for, like, another probably 20 seconds, but it was still scary as hell. So this opens up a whole new... Pandora's box of scariness. Chest of drawers, A whole new box of rocks. So with item origin today, we're going to take a look at Eyeless Curious George. Eyeless George Jackson. So it's interesting because the origin of this, how I think it ended up at the Goodwill Outlet bins, there could be two ways. Somebody could have just thought it was straight up creepy and got rid of it, or 
somebody could have been haunted by this small monkey and was forced to get rid of it. So, mm, I don't know. Forced. I don't know about the second part. Get rid of it. Have you ever been forced to get rid of anything? Um, (laughs) Like ghosts and stuff? (laughs) I don't know. This is actually what I've just come across. Uh, It's a Jack Johnson and Friends Curious George plushie. Oh. It came back in the day with a um, like film CD sort of thing that played songs on the Jack Johnson Curious George thing. Oh, okay. so that's pretty cool. Now, which makes me think. Well, how that about the eyes? What's the eyes situation? How? Why does it have so no eyes? I have the picture on eBay of another one with eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first time I'm seeing one with eyes. So the eyes aren't like stitched on or embroidered on, like. If I looked at this plushie, you'd think they'd be buttons. That would be my first guess. Is so the you eyes think the eyes buttons. were ripped off? I they weren't buttons. They're um huh. They're like tiny little pieces of like felty material. So how do you think this one ended up with no eyes? I think there might have been like like one stitching, like a one or two stitches just in the middle of the eye. I think they just came off. Ah. Um, I don't think they were ripped off. I think it definitely happened over time where it just became loose and loose and loose. I might have happened be I think it would have happened before they were in the bins. Mm. Um well that adds a little interesting spec to my item origin. So with my item origin, how I think it ended up at the Goodwill outlet bins, I think I it actually starts out kind of nice. Um now with that new information on how easy the eyes maybe were to fall off, I believe the curious George a.k.a. Eyeless George Jackson, was loved once upon a time. Absolutely. I think of all the things you've ever covered, you and I, on Item Origins, this was the most, like, pure thing. Yes. And I think once it lost his eyes and ended up in the bins and then ended up in the shop, which is known to been a little spooky at some point. Sure, points, sure. I think maybe a specter found a body. Oh, okay. I think it attached itself to something that was once loved and had that energy. Mm-hmm. And just kind of then made it moot with its negative energy. So now it's just average. So our and origin so far is is running parallel. Paranormal. Yes. Parallel. Right parallel now. normal. <laughs> parallel <laughs> paranormal. But I believe that this was loved a lot and taken care of a lot. But I believe... In earnest, it was discarded once the eyes were no, taken off. No, it's George, off. not Ernest. Oh, oh fuck! That was funny. Come on, you gotta laugh. Thank you. <laughs> a little comedy, a little comedy out there for you for comedy fans. A little, a little actual joke. It's not just me rambling until something funny comes out of my mouth. A little joke. Okay. So, um, so his eyes came off, and I think mom was like, "Well." Can't put them back on. I don't got a sewing machine. Yeah. So I think mom was like, okay, we got to get rid of this monkey. It's creepy to begin with. Now it's even more creepier without eyes. I will not let my son or daughter or child have this monkey. And this I is think, from the 90s, just so you know. Right. Okay. And what I think happened then, once the eyes came off, mom was like, you can't play Throw with Throw it this. in the closet. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. It sucks. And then I believe that its clothes were cannibalized for other plush animals because they had already given up on this monkey. It came it used to have a red Curious George shirt that was like two sizes too small for it. And I'll tell you what, if I've learned anything about myself, about people, about life, I'll tell you this. Are you gonna say something about being naked? You never give up on a monkey. 
that was not being naked. But yes, you don't ever give up on primates. So, um, so with this naked monkey, it was eventually donated to the Goodwill outlet where we found it, and you and I, we now love it because we gave it a Mario Lemieux hockey jersey, and Lemieux's name is a Saints name in this city, in this steel town, and now Eilish George Jackson is our hockey player, Eilis. Which makes me That's think my origin, by the way. That's the whole thing. That's very fun. I yeah. think... That we were obviously on the same sort of lines mm-hmm. with it. I think this is the first time we've ever agreed on anything in the second part of the show. <laughs> um, or the first. <laughs> it's in general, I guess. We both love the national, though. It's yeah, about, sure, 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 the, sure. This episode's about us understanding that we understanding enjoy things, that things we like. about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mario Lemieux jersey is interesting because you said it came off of like a uh, polar bear hockey boy. That's right. Um, because I had a toy. I had a plush white polar bear. When I was young, and it had a wooden hockey stick that was, like, embedded into its paws. Yeah. And I, crap you not, this jersey. It's playing music It's again, playing music folks. because I touched it. This jersey that it's wearing was the exact jersey on that bear. Mm-hmm. So the bear... Um, so the bear also independently was donated to the Goodwill outlet, but we only found its jersey. I think it's crazy how so we So you have put a, it on George. We have a Frankenstein of two things that made something naked. Yeah, the the curious George being naked already in the bear losing his jersey to become. I don't know where the bear went. Someone probably picked up that bear and was like, "Ha ha, hockey! I'm gonna sell this for four dollars at a flea market." Yeah, that's probably and just what happened. Didn't give a shit about the jersey because it's teeny tiny. Yeah, it's a teeny tiny bear with a teeny tiny hockey stick. So people are like, "That's good enough." Or how about this for its origin? How about that bear that somebody donated where this jersey is from? Maybe that bear lost its eyes too. Ooh, little eyes. Two. I don't know. That's my origin. What's yours? You gonna you that's, gonna stick? I literally just said it. Yeah. Do you think that's the whole thing? I think. Yeah, and I think the specter part was fun, and I think that's definitely probably true. Next question then for you. Okay. What do you think is the future of eyeless stuffed animals? Do you think there are more out there that we can find, or do you think with the way the bins have been lately? No. <laughs> yeah, they've been dry. So we've had to, um, we've had to we've had to kind of uh, change directions a little bit so we could still a little inside baseball for bins, folks. Um, Goodwill has its own like eBay of yeah. sorts where like, shop Goodwill like individual eBay's eBay or individual Goodwills mm-hmm. um, can send things to a website called shopgoodwill.com. Uh, it's pretty much just like their version of eBay where people bid on items from Goodwill. And pretty much I think every single bin or Goodwill in, in pretty much our area has just been doing that instead of putting them in bins for no money. And I think that's They've been pulling why, them and selling them independently. And I think that's why all we're finding now is like tangled up Christmas lights and like a pillow and like your aunt's cassette collection is pretty much all in like a bunch item of wise Christian novels in the item bins. Yeah, item wise, like um, a miscellaneous broken tennis racket from 1970. We do find a lot of miscellaneous things, and actually, our last trip to the bins, um, and this is the first time this has ever happened. We were waiting for new items to come out, clothes and whatnot, so we could pick some stuff. And we were told that we cannot sit on the chairs anymore in the Goodwill, that we have to sit on the floor now it's because the chairs are for sale. It's a new development. Next Monday, I'm bringing folding chairs. Next Monday, do not. I am. I'm sorry. I I'm don't. at least bringing one for me. Well, here's the thing. There's rules, and sometimes rules happen, I'm and they I'm not getting stick. yelled at again. I can't handle it. I can handle it. I don't think it's necessary. I think we could just BYOC. Uh, sure. 
But I'm saying what I mean by that is we were told so the are we set our cart up, we sit in chairs and the chairs are obviously for sale there and every single person does that. Everybody just plops down and waits for new stuff to come out by the for, for so, like for sale chairs. Well, we were told this time you cannot sit in those chairs cuz they're for sale. I've been I've been sitting in the same chair since October. <laughs> yeah, sitting in the same chair since October. Also, I've been to like I've been at Goodwill outlets doing this for a long time and I've never had that happen to me. I think by next Monday that entire thing blows over and nobody even remembers it happening. That is what my thing. What got me was you went and asked the cashier if that was a thing and she's yeah. like, "Yeah, this is a new development," which makes me think the people that like going forward, the corporate owners there are just like yeah. they don't understand because it's the bins, it's not like in conventional bins, it's like different than normal in ways that like i cannot really tell you sure but it's definitely different yeah um, and everyone's a little bit different but the reason why i didn't go to the cashier for to be a narc i went to I the, knew you weren't narking i knew you were going there to like, I was see just if like, this was like a thing yeah i was just like hey somebody said from the back that you can't sit in the chairs anymore because like you just can't and she's just like yeah and i'm like Okay. So, I mean, I say you bring the chairs, but I honestly think we go in there and that role is just gone already. It's just disappeared. I don't think so. That dude seems serious and he scared me a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm not really scared. I'm just scared because um, <laughs> I, I have confrontation anxiety. I have confrontation anxiety too. But you respond to it with aggression. I respond to it by being a little bitch. Well, I think it's fight or flight. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, being a little bitch. It's fight or flight. Being a little, tiny little beat bitch. <laughs> so I think, like, well, I'm not saying because I fight that's the right answer. In fact, it is – I your answer is the right answer. Yeah. You're right. It happens. You're it's right. whatever. I'm I, not trying to be right. Well, I didn't say that. I'm just saying, like, you're right. It's just that I've had, like, too much trauma of being yelled at growing yeah, up so much that, like, anytime someone's, like – loud i'm like you puff I your chest it. up like a penguin well it's not just that it's like i meet the level i, I meet the level so That's like if fair. if somebody's like hey i'm like hey if somebody's like hey i'm like okay hey what's up bud yeah you what's wanna, up bud? tell me where to sit i'll sit on your floor and your chair at the same I'll, time i'll do whatever but that was the the thrift haul for this week haunted monkey haunted monkey uh, with th- three muppets in an ashtray <laughs> three muppets sesame streets in no, an ashtray fucking poser ass beaver and hockey hockey <laughs> and straight up hockey straight so, up music for music fans um so i want to give a shout out to uh, uh, uh speaking of music uh for fans Ooh. of music if Ooh. anybody has anyone heard music before a little steve alert a little bluffs bluffs.bandcamp.com alternate reality the theme to our show for many reasons steve is an incredible person and they are present in all of our episodes bluffs.bandcamp.com and you have a bluffs lyric for the week i think yeah bluffs lyric of the week this is a new thing Mm -hmm. introduced by me because hey do what you want love bluffs Mm -hmm. uh my second favorite bluffs lyric of all time bigfoot bigfoot i'm a bigfoot off the song bigfoot by bluffs <laughs> where steve begins with bigfoot bigfoot i am a bigfoot very and good song do you know that steve wore a bigfoot costume yes. all tour yeah very and that's good. what they did for tour that's sick that's sick 
Uh, what's also sick, Commonwealth Press t-shirts. Oh, my God. Wow. CWPress.com. <laughs> Use promo code THRIFTY or THRIFTY PODCAST. If you order 50 shirts, you're going to get 12 shirts for free. Softest shirts in America. I say that. Toddy says it. They don't. CWPress.com. Commonwealth Press. Promo code THRIFTY. Get yourself some shirts. Shane, I'd like to give you the opportunity to give any uh, shout outs or shout downs before we uh, before I give my shout outs and shout down. Then we close up shop for this shout episode. Shout down was to Jacksonville. It's hot down there. Shit. Shout out Fred. Fred. Uh, Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. The snowman. <laughs> I got stuck in a little Fred loop there. <laughs> uh, shout out my dog Jasper, who is recovering. Shout out Jasper. Recovering from uh, getting hit by a car Oof. got backed into by a car not in like a detrimental way uh a little bit of nerve damage in her shoulders but she's walking she's fine uh she's back up on her perch on my parents couch and that's how you know she's fine in her she's got her strength back uh eating pieces of pepperoni that Sick. i give to her <laughs> uh having fun sitting on my bed giving my pillows a good old lick sick and um for those unaware a brick body kids the logo is inspired by jasper the dog and all proceeds help fill jasper's dog bowl and my heart and your heart i have heart love for my dog and so do i and i've met the dog once and i i, I oh my god a, you did i'm not a dog fan mm-hmm. and i like a few dogs max the dog Max uh, the dog hates me. That's Josh Last Call Orkin's dog. Last Call's dog. And your dog's pretty cool as well. Um, so I, I too, am going to give a shout-out to Jasper the oh, dog this week. I hope everyone does. Um, but coming up in Thrifty's future, um, we're in the early stages of planning a group episode where uh, Shane finally gets one of his ideas coming to fruition He's going to be hunting mugs with DJ Lil. Mug hunters, baby. So we're going to be searching for ceramic. I'm going to, I'm just going to be, I'm not actually not going to even be on the episode. You're just going to set up the mics and leave. I'm going to produce the episode, but I'm not going to be on it. We're just going to open the sandbox wider to see all the people in the thrifty universe. I think it's time for a mini excursion maybe hit some thrifts that we don't normally hit so it's going to be shane becker over there and also dj lil doing some mug hunting so that's coming up um but shane uh since uh, you have a big episode coming up we're preparing for that why don't you send out the show too I'm, okay hey hey you know i'm your friend let's uh, send it out since send you it cut out. me off last time i was on send shut it my out. mic off send it out. all right so this has been uh the brick body boys with another banger of an epi. Uh, we are coming to you live always from somewhere in Pittsburgh, somewhere in wherever we are. This is beautiful so far. We uh, we certainly put in the effort. I'm sure you put in the effort in listening. I hope y'all... Five stars on iTunes. Yeah, five please, stars on iTunes. Please, please. Please just say, oh my say God, five stars please. on anything. Tell yeah. your friends. Tell your dog. Tell Jasper, hey, thanks for existing. Just thank y'all for existing get roached.